Welcome to Sunshine Guide, a nature therapy podcast hosted by me, Katie Guth. I'm a certified forest therapy guide and outdoor educator who is passionate about bringing nature therapy into the everyday. Nature therapy happens whenever we mindfully connect with the natural world. So on Sunshine Guide, we jumpstart this nature connection through storytelling and guided invitations. Today, we begin with a nature story entitled Hour 3. It is written by Kara Hatch, a certified forest therapy guide through the Forest Therapy School. I don't know where I'm going, but I know I'm not lost. This knowing flooded my body and mind at approximately hour three of my soul walk. I was walking down a rocky hill in the middle of Murphy Hanrahan Park in Prior Lake, Minnesota, having already meandered about seven miles of hiking trails. I'm not the best trail map or any map reader, and I never spent this much time solo with nature before. I had about an hour left of my nature time and didn't know where the trailhead where I parked my car was. And yet, I was totally okay. Feeling totally okay with not knowing something is an unfamiliar feeling for me. I like knowing things. I like knowing where I'm going. I like knowing what's next. I like knowing the purpose of things. I simply like to know stuff. What I realized on the walk is that there's a difference between head-knowing and full-body heart-knowing. Head-knowing is a justifiable confidence that you are right about something. Full-body heart-knowing is an inexplicable, clear understanding that all is well, even when answers are unclear. At that moment on the path, I felt calm, confident, and completely okay with knowing that I didn't need to know exactly where I was. I knew it was okay to simply keep walking, and when the next trail map sign found me, I would pause, look at my options, and peacefully choose the next path that called me. This feeling of peace appeared in stark contrast to what I've been feeling for months now, and probably longer. I'm in what some would call the what's next phase of life. I'm 43, gratefully divorced, a mom of two in a supportive, loving relationship, have a job I love most days of the week, and yet I often find myself wondering, is this it? Wake up, meditate, work out, feed the kids get the kids on the bus, work, figure out what to feed the kids again, drive to all the sports, go to bed, and repeat constantly. It's like being trapped in that annoying Groundhog Day movie. I've been exhausting myself with the thought, there has to be something more. There has to be someone somewhere out there who knows where my personal trailhead is. There has to be a map. And there has to be someone out there who can teach me how to read the map because I don't know where I'm going right now. It's amazing how the head can simultaneously celebrate all the things it knows and freak out about all the things it doesn't know at the same time. I spent the first hour of my walk stuck in that thought loop. I was waiting for something profound to happen because this was, after all, my sole project. I was out there in the cold, committed to four hours with nature without podcasts or music or company, and for sure, the universe was going to show up with some magical aha moment. But it didn't. It was all rather mundane. Walk up a hill, walk down a hill, see a tree, see a rock, look up at the clouds, wish there was more sun, 
find a sit spot, meditate, hear, stop buying things unless you have a clear plan on how you will use it. Really, that's it? That's the message of today's Soul Walk Meditation? A universal lesson in fiscal responsibility? I mean, the universe isn't wrong. It's a highly relevant message for me. I was simply hoping for something more magical. And therein lies the problem. I was trying to force magic to appear, and that's not how it works. It wasn't until I settled into hour three that I got it. For magic to appear, you must be willing to surrender to the mundane and savor it. It's the awe-filled moment of a cherry red sunrise bursting through gray clouds while navigating rush hour traffic to the park. It's a pileated woodpecker knock, knocking hello as you enter the trail and see you later as you leave. It's a red squirrel imploring you to stop staring at her and just keep walking because she has her babies up the tree. It's a tree who asks you to stop and place your hands and forehead on her. And when you do, you hear, stay true. It's a beautiful black horse named Wildfire who refuses to continue on the path until you greet her by name. It's your teenage son opening up about big feelings on the drive to soccer practice. It's your tween daughter thanking you for a gourmet breakfast because there's fruit, bacon, and a bagel on the plate. It's getting a surprise thank you gift in the mail from a coworker who feels you changed her life. It's the peaceful knowing. I don't know where I'm going, but I know I'm not lost. Oh, how lovely. And taking a lesson from Kara's story, we come to this week's Nature Invitation. Spend extended time in nature. Surrender to the mundane and savor little moments of awe. When you complete this invitation, share what you notice with family, friends, or the neighborhood woodpecker. And also, tell me all about it. Where did you spend this extended time in nature? What mundane or awe-inspiring things did you observe? Do you have your own nature story to share? Write to me at yoursunshineguide at gmail.com. And that's it for this episode of Sunshine Guide. Special thanks to artist Nermeen Chaudhry for our beautiful podcast art and musician Jeff Isaac for the original music. Subscribe to Sunshine Guide to hear episodes every Sunday. Thank you for listening. Till next time, this is Katie Geeth sending you sunshine. <laughs>